Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? give a big shout out to my man i'm sorry forgive me brother i don't have your email in front of me i might even uh find it and read it on the email but just as a pre thank you because as much as andy and i talk about movies as many emails as we get from people who like that we talk about movies and i know at some point i did mention it to andy before that we needed to do this and he agreed it's just one of those things that just slipped through the cracks but i got an email from somebody that said dude as much as you guys Talk about movies. How could you not cover horror movies in the era that was 80s, 90s? And I was like, dude, my bad. So we are going to talk about mainly Freddy versus Jason. Uh, but you got to mention the three icons, Freddy, Jason, Mike Myers. Do you throw Leatherface in there? Man, I mean, it's... It's. I don't think it's as big, but it's on the it's on the outskirts of it. Yeah, because I because Annie and I have both watched Children uh, of the Corn have to be in there. Okay, so here's what I was getting to. Um, on one of these documented, there's two great documentaries uh, that you can find on Amazon Prime. Uh, one is about the whole Friday the Thirteenth series, where they literally go through every single one, and it's two halves. And each half is two hours and 50 minutes long. So this is like a six-hour documentary because they go in-depth covering Friday the 13th. And then there's another one that covers all six uh, 
12. They count with 12 of them. No, no, no. I'm talking about Freddy now. Oh, Freddy. All six yeah, yeah. slash seven of the Freddy movies, and that one's about three hours. It's almost three and a half. Three and a half. So yeah. obviously it's Get not your gonna, popcorn. Yeah. It ain't gonna, with some, yeah. It's not going to be as long as Jason because obviously Jason is, you know, uh, half a dozen more or whatever. Um, but they did at some point early in the Jason thing as a throwaway mention Mike Myers, mention Leatherface, and mention Hellraisers. And you just said corn. What was Children it? of the corn. Doesn't that feel like they're the B team? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it was all part like of Like Marvel. They're the B team. Yeah. But it was the slasher. It was that slasher time period where all those the gore movies were. Right. Whereas, you know, Freddy, Jason, and Michael is like Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. They're the main three. Um, so my first question to you is this, and I'd be curious to know from the audience because I'm sure you guys have one too. Were you a Freddy guy or a Jason guy? Freddy was my man. See, I really... Really did like Freddie, but I think because my bonding with my with my dad, right, and we saw Friday the Thirteenth together, right, the very first one, and it scared the shit out of me, and he loved that it. it scared me so bad. And I how think old were you? you? Remember, I had to be like what, eleven, something like right. that. I don't even remember what year it came out, but I, I was younger. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I've never seen not one. Dude, they're, they're. I never saw a single Friday the Thirteenth, and it just because I was a Freddy dude, man. Yeah, but the rules for slasher movies were written in Friday the Thirteenth. These are the rules that everybody follows. But when we makes the rules. Well, when Scream makes fun of the rules, Scream go the movie, the movie Scream. Right. When they go through it and go, and then they and, and he starts laying out, you know, uh, the arc of a of a slasher movie. Right. Everything is from. Friday the 13th, you know, who gets killed, the order they get killed, if she has sex, she gets killed. You know, the whole thing, right. that, that whole thing was laid out through uh, the, the Friday the 13th. Right. And, what's, what's, and, and then when you really go back to Friday the 13th, too, what's really big about that movie, uh, would, would people who don't really know the franchise, uh, you know, it is Jason. But it's right. Jason's mom is the actual killer in the first Yes, one. I learned that in the documentary. Okay, so... That is a big deal that most people who haven't followed it don't even really know and don't understand what the arc it, what the arc was, right. and then why, how these rules got set up. Because part of those rules was because, uh, which you see in the documentary that they go over to pretty much in detail, is that uh, Jason was was a victim uh, of uh, two of the camp counselors having sex and not paying attention yes. to what he was doing, and he was drowned, and he would, so that's what has unleashed her. Mm-hmm. And made her crazy, and so that's part of why that you know the the virgin not being killed, but the the girl who has sex gets right. killed. That's part of the whole arc of this. So it, it's all part of what uh, slasher movies were about, right? Well, you know they they also pointed out, and 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 this is what I loved about Freddy, and and not to say that I didn't like because traditionally in slasher films, the the villain was always quiet. Yeah, you know, Jason made no noise. Mike Myers made no noise. Leatherface, the noisiest thing about him was the chainsaw, but he didn't make any noise. <laughs> right, yeah. and that silence is what's scary. Yeah, but what I loved about Freddie was Freddie talked. Yeah, and there was a scariness in that, but the fact that they infused comedy with it, and and some of his kills and the way he went about his business. 
he just came at you like in your face. But you know, he some, told you he was going to fuck yeah. you up and tormented you. But some of that was a little campy how they did it. It was a little there's some silliness to it. Uh, I, I don't know. But, I don't know. But the effects, the way that they killed in Freddy, I think was you, you know what the basic killing in Halloween and uh, Friday the Thirteenth are. You know what you know what the killing's going to be. It's going to be right. a knife. It's going to be a. Right. It, Freddy was different. Freddy was an, an artist on how he yes. kill you. Yes, and, and I want to talk later about some of his kills, which I, which I thought were great because, like, one of the things that was great about these documentaries is as the movies grew in popularity, part of what the allure was for people to go see them, especially with Jason, was how was people going to get killed? That was almost the rush. Like, right. what's the kill? Because in this one, he did this, he did that. In the last one, he did this, he did that. And it's like, as, as the popularity of the movies grew, the writers knew that's part of the sexiness. So we got, just like how me and you come up with O Steve's, they got to come up with different kills. Right. Because that's what the kids go crazy for. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I remember one point, I, I think it was, uh, which, whatever Jason it was, where Jason battles the girl with telekinesis powers or whatever. And this is how you know your franchise is huge. She goes, when I got the script, it said, uh, what was the name she said? Birthday Bash. She said, the script said Birthday Bash. And she goes, I was never really into Friday the 13th. I didn't know much about it. But my boyfriend was a Friday the 13th fanatic. He read the script and halfway through it, he went, this is Friday the 13th. And he told me, he, my, my husband told me at the time, babe, you got to do this. This is fucking Friday the 13th. That's how you know. When, that, when your scripts become undercover, because they don't want you to put the word out, yo, I got the latest Friday the 13th, and it gets leaked. That's when you know you have a, a, a monster franchise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but oh, see, I, I don't know. They've always had like these the scary genres before. I don't still think they were so slasher, right? The, but, but I don't think they were. I, I want to say. They were monsters. They, they were monsters. You mean like the black and whites? Yeah. The old black and white with, with, with Frankenstein? And, yeah. Ah, the glorious black and white horror movies. <laughs> you didn't see that setup coming? Andy Steinberg brought me back. I love it. Red Butler here. Back when Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein and Dracula and the Mummy, everything was white. There were no black ghosts. No black villains. Matter of fact, the closest you got to a nigga was when the Wolfman turned into a wolf. He was a gypsy. Oh, well, he's still white when he's not the fucking wolf. Once he's the wolf, he's dark, he's brown. It's the closest we ever got to a Negro. Even the mummy's tape was white. And when he took the tape off, he was clear. What's better than that? Um, You had black love. That was the 70s. By then, I was dead. I was no longer around by the time they made that Dracula Chocula. That nigga. But I think prior to Friday the 13th, I think that was the first franchise. Yeah, well, yeah. That was the first franchise. There was the there was the uh, Dawn of the Deads or the Living Dead. That was a franchise. That, no, those were remakes. They were remakes. But yeah, you're right. You're right. It wasn't a franchise. But that was that was a black and white. The original uh, and the lead was black. Good. Yeah. Yes, the lead was yeah, black. Yeah. And the um, original black and white. No wonder it wasn't a franchise. <laughs> they wasn't trying to put money in a nigga pocket regularly. Um, but it was the first franchise. And dude, I got to tell you, I've seen. 
so many of these documentaries, whether it's Jason, Freddie, I remember I saw one about Caddyshack. Uh, what's that other big comedy? I want to say Stripes, but some of these movies. Jaws. I love these stories of the underdog where it was like these movies had all kind of production problems. They ran out of money. The studio was fucking with them, giving them notes, cutting shit that was important. You know, and by the time this movie hit uh, the streets, everybody's fingers is crossed. We don't know what's going to happen. And then kaboom, the rest is history. Like, because again, Jason started out this movie as a, we don't know. Yeah. And they said when that shit hit the theaters, from there it just became what it became. Because uh, it's just it's just hopefulness. Well, same with uh, The Nightmare on Elm Street. It put New Line on the map. It made New Line. It made New Line, yeah. right. It turned New Line into, into Marvel. It, it, yeah, and it made New Line the, the company that was... New Line is responsible for so many writers and directors now. Right. And that all, that all came from the financing of Freddie. Yeah. Um, and like I said, man, yo, yo, Freddie was just my dude. Uh, you know, whether it was the, 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 the scene in the, in the, with the first one where Nancy's in the tub and his hand is coming out of the suds when she's on the phone and his mouthpiece and his tongue comes through the mouthpiece and tries to tongue her Johnny Depp going through the bed. I mean, it just the way they, the, the way they, he killed with some shit you had just never seen before. And even that story, the backstory, he's a child molester. And the that, parents. That's, that's the thing that I'm surprised actually allowed that to. That to, was the 80s, baby. Yeah. You could do that shit then. You think that would fly now? I, I think it would be tough to start your, your lead character off as a, as a child, child molester. molester. Yeah. Right. Um, and then let him come into children's dreams. Right, 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 right. Um, even Wes Craven in a documentary when he tells the story how Freddie came up and he goes, I was a kid and I was in my bedroom and I looked out this window and there was this old, disheveled, kind of wino-looking dude who walked past my window and he goes, the dude could feel my, my, my gaze on him yeah. and he just turned and looked and he did this face like a Freddy face, and he goes, I was scared, and I jumped back, and I got out of the range of the window. I waited for a couple of beats. Then this is the creepy part. I go back to the window, and he's still standing there looking with that gaze. Then he kind of says some disheveled shit to himself, mumbles, and walks off. And that's how Freddie was born. Man, that scared the shit out of me, man. Yeah, it scared me just when he said it. Right. When I, when I watched that, yeah. Right. Um yeah, the the Freddy the Freddy franchise from the beginning though, I think is the most complete. Right. Because you do have that backstory. Freddy has an outfit. I mean, mm-hmm. Jason didn't get his uh which uh, which do you think was scarier? Cuz they said in the first two Jason movies there was the knapsack with the one eye hole cut in and by by Friday the 13th 3 is when the hockey mask came. And the hockey mask some of the Actors, as they interviewed him, went is iconic, but the the the, the whatever what do you call it the the the, the burlap the satchel the sa- whatever that it was a sack sack he put over his head that was scary. I see. I didn't think it was as scary as the hockey mask. I think the hockey mask was scarier. Really? Yeah, because the the bag. When I remember when I saw it, it looked. I, there was already other films where you saw people that had like 
things over their head like that. Right. Uh, it wasn't new to me. And then I, I almost, I'm not sure, but I almost thought like he made a noise when he wore that. The, the, the bag. Yeah. See, I don't know. I didn't. I never. Saw I, it. I don't remember, and I and I didn't. Well, I for for getting ready for this, guys. This uh, I did not watch all the uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I did watch the right. The, the, but you I mean in life? Well, oh no, I have seen almost all of them. In, right. In real okay. Life, but I just didn't see. I didn't didn't sit right, home right, and watch right, them. Right. Uh, I watched that documentary, but uh, it just wasn't as scary to me because it was just like it was a dude. Now it's a dude in a sack. In some sack that was laying right. in the barn, right. that hockey mask, the hockey mask, that's I that's it, it, when we talk about Friday the Thirteenth, I don't even remember the, the the guy in the bag. I only I when you, as soon as you say that, I picture the right. hockey mask, and it's just I it, it just goes. Well, there were a few times, and I think some of the episodes where he actually showed his face. Well, yeah, his the, as disheveled the, the, as as it was, his mask and the the bad hair and the right, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like the Goonies. <laughs> hey you guys um let me ask you this man and I, and see now this is why I kind of I wish I had seen him but I kind of get the sense it feels like and and this is for all these movies nightmare and uh friday the the first one is always the piece of resistance it's the purest it's the darkest it's the it's the greatest because it's the first one. All the chips were pushed to the center of the table to get this right. Then as they progress, at some point, the wheels start to fall off. Yeah. What Friday, what Friday was, it made, was it that made you go, oh, shit, they're slipping now? You know, I don't even remember which number it was. But it was, uh, it had to be like right around, I want to say seven. They got that far before you thought? I I love those movies, man. They were all right. So I, I would say I, I think I stopped watching them, like going to the theaters, right, to see them around six or seven. Okay, they were good, but I wasn't like it was the same thing. It was the, it was the same right. thing. Uh, Freddie was different because there's always sexual innuendo to Freddie. There's there's different levels of Freddie, right? You know, like you said, when his hand comes up in the bathtub. There's even and and then you have to remember though that he was a pedophile. So that if you remember that he's a pedophile while this right. while the movie's going on, it ruins the movie. Well, here's the thing: it's not like that was the story. That was the backstory, but it wasn't like this was a a, a, a horror thing, series yeah. where you saw him really trying to kill kids yeah. and fuck with kids. Yeah, yeah. He was going after teenagers because remember the backstory is he was going after the children. Of the parents that killed him, right? So they're kids, yeah. Um, and 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 trust whether it's back then or now. And I want to say maybe there'll be one day because everything happens at some point where you'll see that movie. But children are such off limits. I don't know that you ever be able to show children getting fucked up. Um, but for me, it's like this. I thought one. I won't say I, I'm gonna say what my greatest one is. One, for all the reasons that I just said, in terms of the purity. This is the Freddy. Freddy. Okay. Uh, one was dope. The greatest of all of them, three. You think three? Dream Warriors was the seventy-two and ten Bulls. I really liked one. Two was weird. Which we'll hit on after that. Three was good. Three was good. And, and What's just, better than three? 
Probably. If not one. One, one or three. But, and, and, and that's really, all these movies after three kind of top out, though, really. Yes, because I was going to say, I think it was uh, Dream Catcher was four, and Dream Child was five, which, um, but for and Dream Warriors, number one, uh, the, the black dude in there, Ken Sagos, mm-hmm. uh, we actually had the same manager, uh, Norm Nixon. No, he was one of Norm's clients. Me, him, uh, uh, Carlos Mencia, and A.J. Sanders were all Norm's clients at the time. But my big shout-out to my man, Ken Sagos. Uh, but I just like that whole, in terms of Freddy's kills, that's when it was fun. Because Ken Sago was the tough guy. I thought one of the coolest kills ever was the chick who was the drug addict. Yeah. And had the, the mouths no, on her arm. <laughs> Uh, and then Freddie with the with the hands of hypodermic needles. I want to get high and sticks them in her. What a rush! Like, dude. Yeah, that was that was kind of what made. I think that is what made Freddie the cool one. Right. Because, Shit like that. Yeah. The fucking puppet where he grabbed the girl. She was in his mouth, and he came up from the floor, and he was like a large worm. Yeah. Uh, the one chick who. Was like didn't want to fall asleep, so she kept burning herself with cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. She's in the TV room, and uh, Freddie uh, slices Jaja Gabor. And when she goes up to the TV, his arms come out, grab her. He, his head comes out the top. Welcome to prime time, bitch. Slams her head in the TV. And dude, oh, two more. Uh, the one where the the one kid is asleep, and he turns into a puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fucking. And that was, and you know, again, I'm not for somebody like I'm. The older I get, I came through blood, man. I get queasy. I don't like over the. T- I don't like gory movies, but that scene where he slices the the dude's veins near the legs and the arms, and then pulls the veins out and uses them like a puppeteer. Oh Jesus! When they cut to that nigga's feet and the the vein at <laughs> the feet. Oh, that was. But again, cool shit. Um. And this is all before CGI. Yes. Um, so this is all stop and yes. And 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 of course again, you know, eighties baby. This is when I was in my pubescent years. Nigga, the scene with the nurse, with Joey, the dude who can't talk. Nigga, them titties. Oh goodness, they belong in the titty hall of fame, right near Apollonia and Lake Minnetonka. See, that was. The- Honestly, that was one of the greatest things about the 80s is that you were always going to oh. get always at least one set oh. of titties in every movie. Dude, when she did the thing where she tied his arms and ankles to the bed by spitting her tongue out. And here's what's great, which you didn't know until you saw the Freddy documentary. Remember the part where they said they wanted the illusion that they were going to go for was to pretend that that was Freddy, which it was. But they shot her from the neck up. They made her look like Freddie. Yeah, yeah. With her tits out. And they just thought that was too weird. It was weird looking. Did you did you see it? I did. Yeah. I don't I, No. You didn't think it was No, here's what I think they should have did was let Robert England be Robert England as Freddie with the shit on, but give him prosthetic titties. I just think it, it the best is could just could have turned into Robert England. Which they did. Yeah. That was the best to me because that was too weird. He's too weird looking. Did you know that uh, they said in the documentary that uh, the Welcome to Primetime bitch was Robert England's improvised? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Here's what I love too. And this is such a 
a, a, a huge standing ovation to talent. Because sometimes, and this is what I hate about this business, people who are not creative, and I've said this before, basically the power people, the producers, some of the directors, some of the, the network people, the studio heads, they can get in the way. And they have, a, they have a tendency to go, well, I because I'm the producer or the director or I run the network, just because you got a high-powered paying job doesn't mean you should call creative shots. You know, like stay your ass in the booth, motherfucker, and let the players play. When they thought, when they thought, you know, we don't need Robert England. And they said, we, you know, let's hire an extra. Yeah, because Freddie's the. Yeah, because Freddie's the, the thing. And they showed the screen test of the dude extra walking like Freddie. And they quickly realized, nah, Robert England is Freddie. Because he developed a character. He de- it's a character. He developed a personality. And they knew immediately. They said, dude, if you don't hire him back, we're done. So it's just sometimes I just wish the show business, sometimes I wish the business respected the show. Well, the business part, which is I, I thought funny. Is they talk about making the Freddy movies throughout that whole, the, the whole documentary, and how they never had enough money to do the special effects, right? Because which do, were a big part of the movie. And if they're making all this money, how do you not have enough money for the special effects? Them the motherfuckers that want to be, you know, Jerry Rines off. You you trying to Jerry Rines off the game, nigga? Break bread. <laughs> Jesus, and and and, and another <laughs> testament to that in the documentary. Again, they cover all six Freddy movies. They even covered a Wes Craven's Nightmare, which wasn't. It was still Robert England, yeah. But it just it what it was a it was a separate. It was it wasn't on the same arc. It wasn't on the same arc, dude. They didn't even cover the Freddy reboot. That's how horrible that piece of shit was. I didn't see that exactly. Did you? Do you, do you remember it? No. They did a Freddy reboot. And they had a, a whole new dude play Freddy. Dude, when I tell you that shit was a disaster, the, the makeup, the way he looked, it looked like a plastic bag over his head just pulled back. Did you watch the TV show? No, I knew better than that. Because what I found interesting, though, and they didn't give him enough money for the TV show either. Right. That's what turned into Tales from the Crypt. All those people went over. Oh, really? Yeah, they went over and did Tales from the Crypt. Right. Which I liked. Yeah, but that's basically... They took the same Freddy character. They just made right. him the... Skeleton. Yeah. And they, he had all the cheesy lines that Freddy was doing and right. all. It was basically the same thing. They just... And that, you know, that's when the business also gets greedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes to show you... Look, you getting lightning in a bottle is hard. But when you do it and something tends to become a cash cow, you want to pimp it out. And sometimes part of great art... It's to know when to leave it the fuck alone. Well, but see, here's, here's this. I think this is... Same right. thing they did with Jason. A series. Yeah. But this is what I think you're, you, you're, you're going to on this and what, you, what you're saying. But it's the business people only believe in business. They don't believe in art. Because if you believed in art, oh, God. you wouldn't think that the cash... You would, you would know that it's not a cash cow. It's a golden goose. And as long as you feed the goose, it's going to mm. keep laying the gold. You see how these Jews think? God damn it. So I got this nigga on my team. That was, that was poetic, nigga. Yeah, the, you, everybody fucks up because they don't want to keep feeding it. You got to feed it. It's going to make you money. And you, and you got to respect the part of the show 
where if, if somebody like a Robert England is doing something that creatively is making this what this is, yo, don't don't slight this motherfucker, man. But you know, not not going against not not going against what I just said, but on the studio side, you know, Ro- Robert England's profile kept going up too. Not just be, you know he was doing uh, other uh, things, rightly so. Yeah, so Freddie, but he couldn't, might... but he couldn't do other things. You mean other projects? Yeah, he tried, but he was typecast. Yes. But you know, he was. If you're gonna pay, if you're gonna if you're gonna be in a typecast situation, it's like with a. Uh, who played George Costanza? I'm sorry, I forgot his name. George uh, uh, Alexander. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. He said that in his last year when he when he was starting to make that ridiculous money, they were getting like a million dollars an episode. Right. He goes, "If I'm gonna be typecast for the rest of my career, I need to get paid for the rest of my career, basically now." Yes, because you know, if you're not paid right, and you can't do nothing else, because that's who you are. Right. If you don't get the money, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So I mean, I, I, on the studio side, I, I do see where, like, yeah, you know, there, there's a, there's a give, there's a, is a little bit of give and take. But when you got something that is art and it's and it's succeeding, right? Like, like the Bulls, let them let them play until they can no longer succeed, right? Because which was, which, which was that great line by Michael, and for somebody not to be a comedian, that was a great line. You know, they want to rebuild Chicago White <laughs> so it's been rebuilding for forty three years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm a. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get back to that, but I, w- I want to ask you this because we're already on this thing. That being said, as I'm watching the uh, Jason uh, documentary, the guess the game guy's name was Kane Kane Hodder, who played Jason for movies seven, eight, nine, and ten. The big, the yeah, wide guy, not wide tall, guy. but wide wide guy. And, you know, as they're interviewing the actors, so many of them said, and they kept saying this, he was Jason. He was the best Jason. He was Jason. He was the jumpsuit Jason. He was the one that had the uniform. Yes. He worked the character. Yes. Now, here's, and this is where you can help me out, because this is where I'm going. Wait a minute. Jason was a guy who didn't talk, didn't make no noise, and they said in the first couple, they made him run. But then it got to a point where he never chased you. He just moved how he moved. For a guy to play a role with no voice, words, and all you're doing is lumbering, did it really matter who played him? I, I, I kind of think it does. Because I don't I, think it. What the fuck? Because you're projecting something that you want to have on that stage. So you're giving a silent performance that's... No different from everybody else's silent performance, but somehow there's a difference. Well, okay, I, this is this is completely off what we're talking about these films, but I'm it's, I'm going to take it to acting and less words. Um, Animal House, the movie Animal House with John Belushi. Yeah, they cut ninety percent of Belushi's lines from that movie. I didn't know that because they didn't want Belushi verbally acting. Really, they wanted him to be physically acting. And that character, because oh, fat and physical is always funny. Well, but, the, but remember that scene where he's getting, he's going through the uh, food line, and he's getting the food, right. or when he says, "What?" And he doesn't. All, the only thing he says, "What am I now?" He takes the big, right, and the, and the only zit. line is, "What am I now?" And he right. punches his face and goes, "A zit." Yeah. Get it? Right, right. Dude, you can you can establish more sometimes through the body language than you can through. But I would say the difference with that is you're still seeing someone's face. face. 
So with eyes and a face, sometimes you don't have to say shit. A look can get you a laugh. But he didn't even, but with the mask on, there's very little look. There's no look. You don't see nothing. So how, if, if you put just a regular guy up there who stood up there in a hockey mask and, and some overalls, you would laugh at that. You have to be someone who projects or commands some, a, a fearfulness. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Based on those movies, it felt like what the what the spookiness was was the circumstance. Well, it's the same when the he surprise. would pop in, yeah. the surprise, him uh, unexpectedly, you look over your, eh, he's there. But here's why I did feel for Kane, because uh, they said he did seven through ten, and I think uh, Friday the thirteenth, eleven was Jason takes. No, no, that wasn't it. Whatever, whatever one it was. Uh, it was Jason versus... Freddy, yes, 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 Freddy yes. Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason. And here's what's crazy. They said in the documentary, this had long been in desire. Like 20 dis- years. Discussed yeah. for the idea of Freddy versus Jason. And it had been in development hell. It had just been collecting dust. Eventually, they were going to work its way to getting this done. But it took forever. But this was the big crescendo. This was the Super Bowl. This was two titans coming together. And Kane Hodder was like, you know, here I am. I've through seven through ten. Everyone, it was all unanimous, unanimously agreed. I was the best Jason. I, I, I mentally prepared for that moment to be Freddy versus Jason. I worked hard to, for that moment. That was his dream to be in that movie. But then the studio... Uh, it was the director. The dire- no, no, it wasn't the director. The Asian director. Remember, he said, whoever you want, it's your call. It was the studio. Okay. The studio wanted a different Jason. And he goes, they got the guy who was once a stunt double that worked under me. And he goes, finally, the movie comes out. I'm in the theater, and I'm watching the movie, and I just went to myself. I was looking for a moment that made me go, oh, that's why. That's why they wanted someone new. Because he brought that to it. But he goes... I watched it and I went, he didn't do anything that I couldn't have done. And here's my thing. And this is why I go, people will say, Aries is bitter. People will look at that guy and go, man, you jealous. Man, you just bitter. Why is it bitter for him to feel how I, how, how I feel he has the right to feel? Listen, if I've gone to auditions. And and I I mean and I've I mean I've gone see I've gone to go see movies that I auditioned for, and I didn't get it. And I've sat in the theater and watched who got it, and I go, man, I could have did better than that. Well, I would have at least done that. Now there have been times I've gone and I've seen it and I went, yo, that was good. Oh, I probably couldn't fuck with. But for, but we're talking about lumbering, movement, silence, no words. Essentially, if I'm watching this nigga do the same thing I'm doing, why not? See, that's why I thought it was the director, because they wanted someone taller. They wanted someone who looked more, so that Freddie would look smaller. Because Freddie's supposed to be the smaller of the two, and they wanted someone who was just a greater body. They showed a picture of Hotter in England standing up. He was taller. He was was bigger. He was wider, but he wasn't as tall. The other guy was like six. The guy they got was like (sighs) 6'6". I'm just saying, dude, I know that pain. Yeah. That's, that's got to, you, you, you've been dreaming, you've been, prepa- you've been preparing, you've been wanting, 
And to have that happen, and then you look and go, okay, I don't blame him. I, I and, and it just it's crazy because again, people will label you bitter. No. They will label you envious. And he did the teaser, right? The teaser for it. He's the the hand that pulls. Uh, Fred, he's Freddie's hand that pulls Jason under the under the the, uh, the, the hockey mask. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was great marketing, by the way. Now I want to take it back to your Jewiness. Uh, uh, who in the hell gets all the merch money for those franchises in terms of lunchbox dolls, anything merch? It's all, it's and, and how do you set that up it's on early? The it's on the contract. For who? Like the creators? The creators? The, the, the people whose image they're using? Really? Everybody can get a piece of the merch deals. First Doesn't of all, the studio get all the merch money? It, they used to because the studio owned the movie and merch wasn't a big business. Er, merch wasn't millions of dollars like it is now. Before, the studio got it and went back to the studio. Star Wars was the big one because those were all uh, basically un, unknown actors. Right. And no one thought Star Wars was going anywhere. But did the actors get that or George Lucas? I think George Lucas got it. Yeah, he I don't owned... think the actors got any of that. No, not until later. They had to renegotiate. Oh, there was some, that's right, where the, right, right, that's right, where, right. you know, and people see these negotiations and the actor's getting all this money and he wants, that's what they, it's their image though. It's their likeness. It might be George Lucas's character, but it's still that other person's likeness. Right. So, so always set that shit up. You got to set that up in advance. But I mean. a lot of times they don't know that there's going to be a series. But, and a lot of times how it works is from what I understand, because uh, mm. you know more about the business than I do, but from the merchandising part, what I understand is a lot of times they'll say, uh, well, we'll pay you X amount of dollars, but right. we'll give you 2% of the merch or the, you know, the, 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 yeah, the mer- merchandising part of the movie right. um, and pay you X amount less. Right. And so then you have to bank on whether that movie's going to be good. And what people don't understand is, and you understand this, this is the easiest thing. You could have a great script and a great cast, and your director comes in, or your editor, your dir- editor directing and it. fuck it all and up. And fuck it all up. Right. So you have to bank on that everything goes right. I'm going to give up this much money because if it works, right. I'm going to get this much more. But if it doesn't work, if it's not cut right... And, and, and which, unless it's kind of like a catch-22... Unless you have that much creative control, like producer, you get final draft of edit uh, and all that shit. Unless Unless you get that, you don't have the kind of control where you can be willing to bank on that kind of. Uh, experiment because you don't know. And they usually won't give you that kind of control unless you bring something to the table. To, to well, get that. $20 million actors aren't getting that kind of control. I mean, it's very hard to get that kind of control over the movie, get final, get script approval or, the, or, or, or uh, you, release you, approval. You can if, you, if you've been doing it long enough. But, like Tom Cruise had complete control of The Mummy, and he fucked that up. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but he had that kind of power. But what's, but what's uh, a lot of movies that, where the money's to be really made is in a new genre. Because there is no merchandising for it. There's nothing like that that's right. been done. Like, so Star Wars was the big one because they did that deal with Hasbro at the beginning. There wasn't, they didn't have enough Star Wars figurines. That's why they were worth so much. Right. No one I thought, remember I saw that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So that, that goes out. And those people, that's where you make money. If you know something. But, you know, like Transformers, they knew that that was going to be right. huge. 
But there's certain there's certain genres that if you can catch on in the beginning, and you're one of those actors who isn't making a ton of money anyway because they use new actors in a lot of these movies that don't have the budgets, right? Uh, and they're willing to give you less money for merch uh, for merchandising. You might want to roll the dice. Yeah, but you don't have money. See, that's this is the hard time. Everything is a catch twenty two. Yeah, Jesus, man. That's why this business is. This is an interesting business, right? Um, did you notice in each of those movies, uh, both Friday and uh, Nightmare? It's almost crazy. I, you know, you feel like oh, like a bad moment, but like I, as you was watching those Fridays. And so many of the cast members, particularly the women, said, yeah, if they was to do another Friday movie where all the women in his life that he killed or tried to kill or that survived came back and went after him, I'd do that in a minute. Yeah, I bet your ass you would. <laughs> you need a job, bitch. You ain't worked since that movie. Well, that is kind of funny, all the people that are in these that really didn't. Right, but each one had someone that went on to major stardom. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. And yeah. Friday the Thirteenth, the first, yeah, the first one. He had the thing where he had the arrow come, come up to his, his neck. neck. Yeah, and Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp, uh, the original, the first yeah, one, the first one. And you just go, you're almost like a classmate left behind. Why ain't I graduate? I like in the documentary that Johnny Depp gets picked because. It was oh, West- oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. It was one of my fucking notes. Go ahead, say no, it. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. This is. <laughs> If you guys could be with me and Andy when we go on the road, he would tell you. Sometimes I'm the most complaining ass nigga where I constantly go. I don't I, think I would have said it that way. Right. <laughs> I, I, I wish you would. Uh, this motherfucker complains so much. Because, again, this business is such love and hate. It's such bittersweet. Like, I'm sitting here like, uh, the fate of your job. You, the fate of your destiny to get a job, which you, as an up-and-coming actor, you want so bad to your first film, work begets work. If it's a hit, you need money, you broke. This could be the start of your fucking forever into happiness. And your fate, the reason why Johnny Depp got the role was because Wes Craven's daughter went, Dad, he's cute. He's the one. So you mean all this acting class, all these trainers, uh, I, I forget the guy's name, I mentioned it before, one of the most legendary acting teachers, uh, he has a school in L.A., Strasburg, he, play, he, he played Hyman Roth in Godfather 2, when Al Pacino goes to Miami to go see Hyman Roth, Strasburg, he taught De Niro and Pacino, fucking legendary, you, you've trained under Strasburg, and you mean my career got started because a pubescent bitch went, he's cute. Because that was the audience that he was looking for. Nah. He, no, he said that. This she was, not, not teens like that. Was she a girl? A little girl. She was a teen girl. That's who they were looking for. And Johnny Depp, and, and look what, what proved out to be right. And Johnny Depp is an awesome actor. Yeah, but I'm sure he would love to know he got the job for that reason first. Do you think he really gives a shit? Because he was Probably not now. No, not even then, because he wasn't an actor. He was in a band. He left his band to go do these movies. Okay. He, was not, he wasn't an actor. He was supposed to be a musician. 
You know what that says to all the musicians who really play their ass off? <sighs> you know what it says to me? I'm fucking glad he didn't want to be a comic. <laughs> I don't think he would have made a great comic. I don't care. They would have given him a shot, though. Uh, That's for probably, sure. Probably. Probably. Uh, he would have been no Matt Reif. Um, <laughs> but damn, dude. It, it, I just, I just, you ever think those actors all sit back and go, what did we do wrong? You didn't, weren't born with the genes that Johnny Depp was born with. <sighs> Johnny Depp's good, was, he's been a good looking dude for his whole career. But he's also a solid actor. Solid. But I they don't didn't know mi- that. Listen, I don't mind how handsome a nigga is if you bring it. Brad Pitt brings it. Johnny Depp brings it. Have you ever seen the movie A River Runs Through It? Is that what, uh, with, uh, Joaquin Phoenix? No, it's with Brad Pitt and, uh, who's the dude in, in Top Gun that plays the instructor? Uh, Garrett? Something Garrett. Yeah, Garrett. The instructor? He's the instructor. Uh, Val, Val Kilmer? No, yeah, they're, they're instructor, though. The, the main instructor. Was it the dude from, um, ER? No, no. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, it's a movie where it's it's a movie <clears throat> that uh, Brad Pitt's and River runs through it. It is one of the. If you ever want to see Brad Pitt young, right, good looking, just young, good looking dude, not this big time actor, right, and watch someone act their ass off. Watch that movie. Hey man, let me tell you, uh, my two top Brad Pitt acting movies. Scarrett, uh, something Scarrett. Garrett, Scarrett, Scarrett. Yeah, yeah, I know Tom Scarrett. Tom Scarrett. Um, seven. It's in the box. And Legends of the Fall. Yeah. And Legends of the Fall. Uh, um, let me let me not do this. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, and Corey, dude, Corey Feldman was in one of the Jason movies. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Young Jason. He's almost the reverse to Johnny Depp. Like, remember in the 80s, he was the go-to. Him and Corey Haim yeah. were the go-to the dudes. Something about when that motherfucker got older, he just... Well, he's, he got weird. Yeah. Did you ever see that the, the, the music he did and then he was dancing? Oh, like, yes, nigga. That's... That's worth watching. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. That's just, I put that up there with Snoop Dogg's audition. No, that's Snoop Dogg's audition. I did see it, You by did the way. see it? Yeah. Oh, man. That's horrendous. You know what? If he... I, and, I, and the fact that he weighs 11 pounds. pounds. Not that he would ever hear this podcast. But he would have to go and go, man, those guys are right. Like I, oh, If he went and saw that, he just has... His commercials that he's doing right, right. now are better than... Oh, nigga. Oof. Actually, those Martha Stewart commercials are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Comedy, you can almost be f- weird or whatever. And as long as the joke is there. And the timing. The timing. Yeah. But drama? Oh, shit. He just moved his arm so Nigga, weird. he turned a drama into a comedy. <laughs> um, You know, and, and, and dude, it's, and, and another, you know, Dudley was in... Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Dudley from Fred, Different Strokes. Oh, well, oh, really? Dudley, you remember? Yeah. He was. I, I forget which one he was in, but he was in one. And in his scene, he screamed like a girl. Oh, with a yeah. Very yeah, high yeah. pitch. Yeah. Um, let me. Dude, I, I I recently tried to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, not Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth Six. And 
it, you know, obviously we've come a long way in terms of film technology, quality of film. None of those movies hold up. The Friday the 13th? No. They, they hold up campy, in, yeah, corny, That's what they're cheap. supposed to be. In there, they're well, campy, to be. yes, in the way of the kid thing. Yeah. But in terms of the scare factor... It's not... Well, of course it's not as scary. We do it Halloween better. one holds up to me. That still holds up. Well, okay, in Halloween one, and this is what I was going to say, and this is why I wanted to include Halloween in this. Character for character, yeah, there's some, there's some equal, equality along those characters. I can see us picking one. But music for me... Halloween was the scariest one. That that yeah, yeah, yeah. That and when they would go, do do, do do. Yeah, it was because it was creepy. It creeps you out. Yes. And I also heard, and this I didn't get from uh, that that series. Uh, I didn't get it from watching any of this other shit. In Halloween, they they did tests to find out what noises upset people. Really. And uh, bees, large was the the sound of a lot of bees humming. That's in the background of that movie. Really? And because it makes people on edge. Where? I got to look that up. I got to see that. You just, you'll have to watch it and you listen for wow. it. You'll hear, you'll, you'll, it's, it's not so loud that it's, it's taking you away from the movie. Right. But it's, it's increasing your edge, agitation. It's making you a little bit more sensitive to what's going on. Right. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of that in Halloween, which I thought was, mm. was really good. And I, I, like, I, I like the cast of the original Halloween. Yeah, I'm t- dude, I'm telling that's what I'm saying like like and and it, Halloween was the same thing in terms of teenage youth. Right. But it doesn't come off as campy to me as the Friday movies. Well, did you see Rob Zombie's re Yeah. I thought it I thought it was very interesting and there were some things that I really liked about it and some things right. I didn't. Right. But his his Freddy character his character Freddy scared me probably the most out of I'm, well, you mean you mean Mike Myers? Mike Myers. Yeah, you said Freddie. No, sorry, sorry. Mike Rob Myers. Zombie. Yeah, yeah, Rob yeah, Zombie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mike Myers. His Mike Myers, I think was the was was. I, 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 and you know what? To that, I'll say this: when you look at all the well, I'll say the reboots of those movies. Like I said, the reboot of Friday with that dude who ever played Freddie, garbage. Now that you mentioned it, the reboot of Halloween. Pretty good. Yeah. The reboot of Friday the 13th, pretty good. Did you like the reboot? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Okay. Uh, I, I think, though, that Halloween had more money than the other movies because their lighting looks better, their shots look better, the, 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 the right. scenes, everything looks like there's more money spent on those movies. Right. Because Halloween, I mean, uh, uh, all the Friday the 13th look very uh, tight shots, not like they break. It, it feels like the 80s. Yeah. I mean, all the way through. Uh, when you look at Halloween 1, obviously it's the 80s because you could tell by dress and stuff. But, dude, the way it holds up, nah. Halloween 2, terrible. I didn't think so. It was weird. It didn't have anything to do with Mike Myers. No, no, no. You took my three. Oh, is it three? Two was the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. They oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Two was three, good. Three, three was, was awful. Well, I didn't understand what it was about. And I was a young kid watching that movie, and I was like, what? what is and whoever made world? that should have been uh, uh, fired from the studio. To, to, to second your point, I think it was Jason Goes to Hell. They wanted to try a new formula oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for Jason. And it was a thing where he was never actually Jason, but his soul 
went into other people's bodies and they became Jason. So a dog could be Jason. Horrible. Like that to me is right there with Halloween 3. Fucking horrible. What a horrible idea. Why would you, listen, people go to see the thing. You know what I mean? That's why we said this in the podcast when we talked about superhero movies. Now, superhero movies, not quite the same, but the same. I want to see more of Iron Man than I want to see of Tony Stark. I want to see more of Captain America than I want to see of Steve Rogers. In other words, stop taking off your goddamn uniform. Well, Stop coming, taking your helmet off. And it's like people go to see Freddy to see Freddy, Jason. Right. They don't want to see a fucking dog play Jay. What are you thinking? No, that that's a that's a comedy. That's Jim Carrey. Right. That's that's the mask. That's how that should go. Right. There was one the the I forget in the documentary documentary the actress who was in that movie. They said that they did a scene unbeknownst to her that they cut into the movie and obviously it wasn't her that was doing it because you never you didn't have to see a face. It was just her from the waist down. And they showed her on the ground in a skirt on her dress, her work dress, with her legs open. And at one point, what was Jason's spirit shot in between her legs and entered her through the pussy. And when they interviewed the lady, she was like, I didn't know they were going to do that. I was upset and embarrassed when I saw it in the theater. And only because I really liked and was good friends with the director and one of the producers did I forgive them. I'm just going... Personally, I think that's pretty genius. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not trying to be vulgar. I'm just, you know, if you're going to make a movie about a spirit entering people's bodies, and this is a horror, campy movie, it's kind of a unique, unique yeah, way to they, possess a bitch. You had to figure it out. Yeah, because, you know, usually if you jam your dick in there the right way, you possess a bitch. You know, make her act out of character. That was that, that bitch was acting the other night. Your next, your next door <laughs> in, my, in my room. Maybe she was possessed. Maybe that's what those noises that were. That was Jason's dick, nigga. Yeah, Jason was, Jason's been staying next to you this whole time. You didn't there know we it. go. There we go. Um, uh, what did, but Okay, and but when we're doing the worst. Two of Freddy. Mm-hmm. Did you, is it, which Freddy's the worst to you? Two, the, the weird, the, the, oh, that they the took gay it Fre- The gay nightmare, which again, because we were kids, we didn't know that. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I knew it was weird when the, the, right. the coach is getting... Slapped in the ass, right? But as a kid, that right. was you, you would slap you, you. You would do those towel fights, yes. But I didn't do it to people butt ass naked. And even if okay, whether you did or didn't, they they said in the documentary uh, there were signs, you know, like the the one where the girl is looking on a shelf and there's a game called Probe, yeah, next to there, and then another scene where the main dude who was gay in real life and in the film was entering his bedroom there was a sign that said no chicks yeah um so so it was there it was intended right and and they said that that movie did super well in europe where they were into the into the 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 you know erotic erotic gay tones um so that was an interesting little tidbit that I was I, I was not aware I was unaware I was well we were kids so we didn't know I was I'm older than you I'm ten years older and still wasn't paying attention to that You're still a kid though You're yeah. ten uh, if you know about gay shit at ten nigga no no but I'm ten years older than you so right I mean, okay yeah okay 
So I don't know how, but I, I wasn't paying attention to that. I just thought, oh, that, that's weird. That ball thing, even when I saw the ball, ball thing, thing, when the balls, the tennis balls are all hitting the. Yeah, I certainly didn't. I didn't, I wouldn't tie those I wouldn't have got together. that now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't, I didn't, I saw that and didn't put, right. go, oh, that's, that's, uh, that's gay erotic, erotic, I eroticism. Yeah, I didn't see that. that right. I, I just saw it. I thought that tennis was a cool balls. way to, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, somebody, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. nail them with tennis balls. And dudes, apparently dudes, Fred in the movie, they were a thing. Well, he asked him to spend the night. He goes, I don't know where else. And his girl, the girl is trying to get him to come over, and he wants to go stay with the guy. Right. I didn't pick up, but I got to, I'm, I'm like, I didn't, I wouldn't have picked up on that. Because I, I, I guess I would have looked at it as, if I thought someone was trying to kill me, Am I going to go to my girl's house and put her in jeopardy, and she can't help me, or go to my buddy's house? Who, who... could help fight? Yeah, right. So that's how I, that's how I looked at it. I think then. Right. Yeah, um, and I mean, dude. Even when we talk about again the campiness of it, that first nightmare on Elm Street, where the chick is how they did that special effect with her floating in the air and rolling on the ceiling. That is one of the creepiest. Yeah. Scariest. Like, and then the girl shows up at the school with the plastic over. That movie holds up, man. Um, speaking of holding up, and we didn't get to this, and I know we're almost on time, but I wanted to ask you about this because that it's also, I think it's ahead of that genre, but uh, The Exorcist. Would you put that in the same category? With those two movies in terms of holding up? Movies? Yeah, holding up and what the movie is. Because I've never seen the movie. And I told you this. I've right. never seen the movie. I saw it, but it, it, I have to rewatch it just to see. But just certain scenes I remember for what that was. Yeah. Yeah. See, because I never seen it because I don't mind scary movies. Slash right. movie. But when you involve the devil. Right. I'm out. I'm not opening up my door. To- <laughs> well, I'm- you, you, sh- you should try being black because black people have been dealing with the devil. <laughs> Since forever, and we are constantly under attack in this life horror movie, Leroy Furious. But I can't watch that; it, it freaks me out. I won't sleep. Yeah, that that and and you know that was a one and done. That never turned into a well. They tried a lot of reboots. Yeah, they tried they a lot yeah. of reboots, but nothing like that. The first one, Linda Blair. Let me ask you: Did you think uh, Nancy was hot? Nancy, the main chicken. Friday Thirteenth, which one? The lead chick, the brunette. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the bathtub. Yeah, she's not hot. You don't think so? She's girl next door hot. But that that girl is always described as hot. Yeah, she's hot, but she's not. She kind of felt like a a, a poor woman's Brooke Shields to me. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, but I, I now. No, I can't say that. That's not true. What? But I I was never. You know, it's funny because we started this with Freddie, the movie's about Freddie, right. and he was a pedophile. And Brooke Shields actually made her entry into acting, playing the daughter at a at a, at a brothel, right? In, in a movie, yeah, and pretty pretty baby or something like that, right? She was. I remember something about her being underage. Yeah, and she's naked in this movie as a little kid, and then she as a, as a teen before she's an adult. She's in, she's in that movie uh, Blue Lagoon, right? So that this Hollywood pedophile thing, 
I, but it, it was a movie, Pretty. I think it's called Pretty Baby. And I right. remember seeing my. I saw it. I saw the movie when I was. I was young. I was a kid. Right. And I saw it. I didn't. There was no sexual overtones to me at that time because I was a little kid. I mean, even the fact that it was in a brothel, I just. Oh, it's a. It's a. It's a brothel. But right. I, I didn't. I. I separated the little kid character from the brothel because to me, I didn't even understand the brothel completely. I mean. I got it. These women. Yeah, so many, so many movies that you see as kids have sexual undertones that you just don't catch. Yeah. You know, a lot of those Disney cartoons well, have some. That's because adults are making them. Right. So okay. they're putting all that shit in there. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it that way. But yeah, but when you look back at that movie, and you have a little girl just running around on, for artistic sake, yeah, that was part of what the movie was about. But right. if you weren't watching it for artistic sake, right, that movie was made for someone else. All right. Where we at? Oh, we're right there. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that, folks. Uh, uh, thank you again to my man who um, sent in the email and reminded us that we needed to get on our toes and cover some horror. Uh, yeah, we got to do some more. We got to address some more of these. There's, there's some good ones that we... Yeah. Um, so for the record, uh, Fred, you're a Jason guy. Yeah, probably just because of my relationship with how it, where where it came into my life. Yeah, yeah, I'm Team Freddy. Um, let us know what you are. Uh, I had a Freddy doll though. You had a Freddy doll? That doll, the doll with the blades. Yeah. Oh, I had the glove. You had the glove. The first dude, I'm telling you. Uh, and here's what was wild: when they first came out, I had the glove, of course, with plastic uh, blades. I wore that goddamn glove to school <laughs> all day long, and I think two years later. I got a glove with real blades. Oh, no. Oh, nigga. I was a mess. <laughs> Just that that sound when you spread them fingers. Oh, that shit was so fucking cool, man. Yeah, I, I got the doll. Someone gave it to me as a gift because they thought it was funny. Right. I thought it was the creepiest thing that I ever... <laughs> I wouldn't want... I, My I, mother would take me to the Friday movies when they came out. Yeah? Oh, man. Them fu- yeah, Friday. With- I will say this in parting. I think it's the fourth Friday dream catcher. Uh, that scene where one of the kills were the girl turns into a roach and her arms yeah. burst out of her arms, roach arms, and it's got the yellow. This is the Freddy movie. M- Freddy. Yeah, yeah. Mucus-like yeah, pus. Yeah. And she's in the roach motel boxes. That yeah. used to, And he's looking. And then the killer, he squashes the box. And all this goop, this creamy yellow goop comes out. It's why I won't eat eclairs today. Really? Yes. That's funny. Okay, really quickly. I know we're 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 done, but the Saw movies. Remember, did you ever go to see the Saw? Movies? I saw the first two. Is Too that, much for me. Is that the one where she has to dive into the needles? The, the, the thing. Yeah, in, one of them. And to get the key. Yeah. Is, do you think that came from the the Freddy movie with the? Some of it, I'm sure, was inspired. But I, I, I yeah, I, I thought the Saw, first Saw movie was genius. But the more they made, they more they, the the kills kept getting grosser. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. They, yeah, I can't. they 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 up the ante. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't take all that shit. All right, guys, we're we're out. I, I appreciate you listening to our, uh, our our little recap of uh, our childhood. Yeah, uh, hits one hundred and one. Thank for you. Listening. Appreciate you. Uh, always, folks, keep fucking with me. Uh, there will be no sequel to this horror movie debate. Oh, on hits one hundred and one, guys. Too. Uh, they we have uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna have a. Uh, Email episode. We do an email episode or some kind of Thursday episode. If you want to hear those, you just have to download us on your favorite uh, podcast app. There it is, baby. All right.
Can you feel it, baby?